Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading from Romans chapter 7 again, and we're going to read verses 14 through the end of the chapter, which would be verse 25. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, no longer I myself who do it, but sin living in me. For we know that the good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I want do what I do not want to do, You got that? (laughs) Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. So this is a, an interesting passage. Paul is just sharing this kind of struggle. And, and I think so many times, you know, theologians, pastors, we pastor types and theologians, we've, we've wanted to figure out when is this in Paul's life? Is this, you know, Paul as the apostle who's writing this, still struggling with sin in this way? This, this great, you know, hero of the faith in some ways who wrote a third of the New Testament Is he really struggling with sin this much at a later point in his life? Is he talking about an earlier day? I think that misses the point a little bit here. I think what this section of Scripture, what we can really do with it is we can all say, oh yeah, I've been there. I've been there. I've been at this point where I wanted to do the good thing. I wanted to follow, do the right thing. I wanted to do what God wanted me to do. And yet I find myself continually doing things that I know are wrong. In one of my podcasts not too long ago, somebody had said, when I said, you know, Paul is saying, why would we go back to sin after we've already received grace? And somebody made a comment of, well, sometimes like things like addiction, you know, people go back because they can't help themselves. And I think really that's what all sin is. It's this addiction to ourselves, if you will. 
Now, some addictions, you know, are, are probably more powerful than others. Some substances get their kind of get sink their teeth into us and it's hard to get away from those things. But it, at some point, sin is always addiction. Sin is always addiction to ourself. Sin is always addiction to getting my own way. Sin is always addiction to um, doing the thing that I want to do versus maybe what's best for my my friends, my family, for the world in general, the right thing that God wants me to do. And so Paul is saying, he, he's just identifying this struggle that we all have. Like, I know what I want to do, but I don't always do what I want to do. And that has been proven. You know, it's been proven that people who know what to do don't always know what to don't always do what they know to do. I, I mean, that's really true in, in something like fitness. Like, I could write a book on fitness tomorrow and it would be, I mean, irrefutable. I mean, it would be like three sentences, like stop eating bad stuff and start eating good stuff, like vegetables, like you know the good stuff. That, that would be my first point of my book. The second point of my book would be get up off the couch and get moving. And the third point of my book would be repeat. Like it's really not hard to figure out how to get fit, how to lose weight, but do we do that? No, we don't do that. I mean, some, sometimes we do, and sometimes we do better than other times. But in general, as a society, it's really a struggle, you know, to get fit and to stay fit and all those things because we have these habits. And so I'm just using that as an example to say that, that often our sin habits are kind of ingrained in us. And there is this thing Paul's talking about in this passage, which is our sin nature, which means it's not just the things we do that have offended God that we need to be forgiven of, but we need to take care of this nature we have that keeps us like wanting to do those things. And, and so it's kind of the human predicament, this sin nature, that we want to do what we want to do and we don't want to listen to anybody else, even God. Like that's kind of what the first garden story is. The, the, the temptation was that they would be like God, knowing good from evil. And, and so we, we all have that kind of ingrained in us. And Paul says, how can we get away from that? I mean, who's going to rescue me from this terrible existence where I keep doing what I don't want to do, even though I know what to do. I keep, he uses the word, do what I don't want to do and do what I do to the point where it gets confusing. But basically he's saying, I keep doing the things I know I don't want to do. Who's going to rescue me from that? And he says it this way. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So the only way to break those habits, addictions even, if you will, is by the power and by the love and the mercy of Jesus Christ. We can't just try to do better. We can't just try to work harder. It, it will never happen. We will continually be this frustrated person that Paul says, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me? And it doesn't really matter what point in Paul's life he's talking about here. The point is that he's lived the same struggle that we are all living. And that is that we know what God wants from us. And sometimes we just can't do it. And the only rescue from that is then to allow God to do it in us. To allow God to free us, to forgive us, uh, to empower us. We believe the Holy Spirit empowers us to live the life God has called us to live. And sometimes it's going to take some baby steps and, and we're going to, we're going to take, you know, 
three steps forward and two steps back. But the point is that we just keep staying on the journey and we let Christ in us create that transformation. When we try to do the transformation ourselves, we become this wretched person that Paul is talking about who can't seem to get free from this body of sin and death. And it's only as we allow Christ to then transform in us, even if it takes some time. And as we walk with Christ and we look down the road a ways, and, and, and that's why I like to journal, because sometimes you can look back and see, oh, here's where, where I have come from, and now this is where God has brought me. Sometimes it's only a retrospect that we can actually see it. So we let Christ do the work, and then Paul says it is Christ who delivers us from this struggle of wanting to do the right thing, but keep finding that we do the wrong thing. So today I want to just encourage you, um, if you're in that struggle, stay in relationship with God. Let Christ be the one who makes the change in you. You work in cooperation with Christ, so you take the steps that Christ is asking you to take today. But if you trip and if you fall, get back up and keep walking tomorrow. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Thank you.